Forest Service and the Ad Council. If Pandora's box is a box of chocolates, would I know to stay away? What's that? And off his box, the box of chocolates. Would I eat them anyway? Cause every time I have half a mind to leave you, babe, that means I have half a mind to stay. It's Pandora's Lunchbox on WCBN FM Ann Arbor. Good evening, this is Mike. And Pandora's Lunchbox is a show about food, culture, music, and food, usually. And this week is no exception. We're going to be listening to some music about food from some folks who have left us, some great luminaries who are multi-talented folks who blessed us with some amazing talent and such. And many people don't necessarily know their songs, but we're going to hear a couple of them and there will be food themes in them, not coincidentally. We're also going to talk about some farmers' markets opening up in Ann Arbor and other food events coming up. But in the meantime, on my recent visit to Omaha, Nebraska, I picked up some good tunes and stuff in a place called the Imaginarium. A re- a re- what is it called? It's a resale shop. Also in the local parlance, Rehemenimina. And I got this here CD by Bo Diddley. See it? Bo Diddley is a gunslinger from 1960. And this is a tune we would like to invite you to dance to. It's for your health, it's for your uh, cardio, it's for your workout, and it's also for fun, I think. And it's food. Do the crawdaddy. Are you doing the crawdaddy?
He's got to go and do the crawdaddy. It's easy to do. That's uh, Bo Diddley from his album. Bo Diddley is a gunslinger. He also does the crawdaddy and does it very well. This is Pandora's Lunchbox and WCBN, also WCBN.org at the very same time. show about food and some folks recently who lived on this earth quite a long time, lived to be 100, have recently passed away just in the last couple of weeks. Locally, the Ann Arbor News reports that longtime Ann Arbor restaurant and hotel owner Herman Weber, Herman Weber has died. He is the has been the owner of Weber's Hotel and Restaurant near Jackson Road, says Ann Arbor News. He was a farm boy from Chelsea. He opened his first restaurant in 1937 after apprenticing as a dishwasher and cook at Metzger's German Restaurant. Weber's has been open for 77 years. It's been passed on to the second and third generations of the family. And uh, Herman Weber has passed away at the age of 100, so quite a long and prosperous life. Also passing on the age of 100 recently, a national news, you you might say. Born in Detroit, born Umberto Alexander Valentino in Detroit in 1913, later known as Herb Jeffries. Born to an Irish mother who ran a rooming house and a father whom he never knew, of mixed Sicilian, Ethiopian, French, Italian, and Moorish roots. Jeffries starred as a singing cowboy in several all-black Western films in which he sang his own compositions. He then became known as the Bronze Buckaroo to his fans. He started singing with Earl Hines in 1934. He recorded with Duke Ellington from 1940 to 1942. And we're going to hear some of this music now. We're going to get real quiet right now, real mellow. We've done the crawdaddy. Now it's time to go into the cooling off phase of things. Dinner for one, please, James. This is a 1954 recording. Sorry, 1957 recording from Herb Jeffries from the album Say It Isn't So on WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. Dinner for one, please, James. Madam will not be dining. Yes, you may bring the wine Love plays such funny games Dinner for one, please, James Close Madam's room, we've parted Please don't look so downhearted Love plays such funny games Seems my best friend told her of another I had no chance to deny You know there has Never been another Someday she'll find out the lie Maybe she's not to blame Leave me with silent hours No, don't move her face Dinner for one, 
Jeffries, born in Detroit, passed away recently at the age of 100. Dinner for One, Please, James, from his album Say It Isn't So, from 1957. I noticed that Jeffries also did an album called Jamaica, which was recorded for RKO, as a concept album of self-composed Calypso songs. And one thing that got my attention about that was the fact that uh, somebody else, who is a great artist of many, many talents, uh, left this earth recently and also did a Calypso album. Well, it reminded me of the great Maya Angelou, the great voice, poet, author, died this week at 86, which was too young. She should have lived to be 100, I think. She should have lived to be 100, but in the 50s, she did a Calypso album called Miss Calypso. And says Wikipedia, Maya Angelou had a modest success as a singer, dancer, and performer beginning in 1954 when her marriage to her first husband, Tosh Angelos, ended. She performed in clubs around San Francisco, including the Purple Onion, where she sang and danced calypso music. Up until that point, she went by her birth name, Marguerite Johnson, or by the name Rita. But at the strong suggestion of her managers and supporters, she changed her professional name to Maya Angelo, a distinctive name that set her apart and captured the feel of her calypso dance performances. In 1958, Angelo met blues singer Billie Holiday, who, after walking out during one of Angelo's Calypso performances, oh dear, told her, you're going to be famous, but it won't be for singing. So maybe that's a, is that, was that a backhanded compliment? I'm not really sure, but it certainly was uh, Oracle-like, wasn't it, from Billie Holiday. Angelo went on to be a great author and poet and so many things. And in this song from the album Miss Calypso, she makes use of a pot and a frying pan. Well, you'll hear what I mean now. This is Maya Angelou from the album Miss Calypso and that classic Stone Cold Dead in the Market. Last night he went out drinking when he came home, he gave me a beating. So I picked up the rolling pin and went to work on his head till I bashed it dean. And now he's stone cold dead in the market. Stone cold dead in the market. Stone cold dead in the market. And I've killed nobody but me husband. His family, they're looking for to kill me. 
His family, they're looking for to kill me. His family, they're promising to kill me. But if I kill him, he had it coming. So he is stone cold dead in the market. Stone cold dead in the market. Stone cold dead in the market. And I kill nobody but my husband. Popped any frying pan, bashing with the popped any frying pan, beating with the popped any frying pan, and if I kill him, I try to man his stone cold dead in the market, stone cold dead in the market, stone cold dead in the market, and I kill nobody but my husband. There's one thing that I am sure, he ain't going to beat me no more. And I tell you that I doesn't care if I should die in the electric chair because he is stone cold dead in the market. Come on, oh, stone cold dead in the market. I tell you that he's stone cold dead in the market, and I've killed nobody but my husband. He lying cold dead in the market, tired, cold dead in the market, tired, cold dead in the market, tired, stone cold dead in the market, tired, lying in the market, tired, cold dead in the market, tired. Yes, Maya Angelou from her album Miss Calypso from 1957, Stone Cold Dead in the Market. This is Pandora's Lunchbox, a show about food and culture and music and food also. It's a quarter to seven abouts, and coming up at seven, it'll be Face the Music with Arwolf and more wonderful music from Fats Waller. Fats Waller music and music influenced by Fats Waller all summer. We'll let Arwolf explain that to you completely, really, at seven, but you won't want to miss that. WCBN FM Ann Arbor, also WCBN.org. And I just wanted you to know about some events coming up in Ann Arbor and some ongoing things that have just started up again. Recently, the Cobblestone Farm Market on Packard and Ann Arbor reopened for the season. It's open Tuesdays from 4 to 7 p.m. Now, starting next week, two more farmers markets are going to open in Ann Arbor. For the season, the Carytown Wednesday Evening Market will be open Wednesdays from 4 to 8 p.m. starting next Wednesday. Actually, that's part farmer's market, part prepared foods, but another wonderful use for the farmer's market over there in Carytown. You can go to the actual farmer's market on Wednesday morning, come back for the evening market from 4 to 8 p.m. Then also next week, starting on Thursday, the Westside Farmer's Market starting June 5th in the parking lot of Zingerman's Roadhouse on the corner of West Maple and Jackson. Thursdays, 3 to 7. Also relating to farms and farming, there's going to be an exhibit starting this Saturday put on by the Washtenaw County Historical Society called Farming Full Circle. It's all about the history of farming in Washtenaw County from the earliest settlers in the 1820s to a modern-day farmer's market stall. And it's not too far from the farmer's market itself. So life imitates food, imitates art, and you eat life and you eat food. Opening day is this Saturday, May 31st, for the exhibit called Farming Full Circle. It's at the museum on Main Street at 500 North Main Street, right near East Kingsley Street. Makes me think about uh, warm weather and happiness and dancing around. Stone Cold Dead in the Market? Not so much. Farmer's markets here, there, and everywhere. Actually, let's get jumping again. This isn't the crawdaddy, but this is something a little more chewy. This is the juicy fruit, and this is uh, Gene Simmons. Well, I'm crazy as a bat about the woman I got. She's my butter corn, and she's ready to pop. 
She's my red apple hanging on a limb. She's not too fat and she's not too slim. Everything about you, baby, I crave. You're on my mind both night and day. Just one thing I ask of you. Don't give away your ju juicy fruit. Come on, sugar lump. You're my sugar to my tea. Sugar to my tea. Hold on, baby, fine. You can't run away from me. You can't run away. I'll be your slave forever. I'll be your brood. I'll be your brood. Have a lollipop, baby, cause you're my juicy fruit. Listen, don't you give her the eye She's my gumdrop baby, my sweet cherry pie My lemon ambrosia, she's my angel food cake Save everything for your daddy, don't give nothing away Everything about you, baby, I crave You're on my mind both night and day Just one thing I ask of you Don't give away your ju juicy fruit Come on, sugar lump, you're my sugar to my tea Sugar to my tea Hold on, baby, fine, you can't run away from me Oh yeah, I was going to say, not that Gene Simmons, but you've probably figured that out by now. That was Gene Simmons and Juicy Fruit, recorded in the late 1950s. Not that Gene Simmons. It's about 10 to 7, yeah, on WCBN. This is some news for you, a couple of pieces of news. Um, the National Park Service, this will have a food connection in a second, the National Park Service is launching an initiative to make places and people of significance to the history of lesbian, gay, transgender, and bisexual Americans part of the national narrative. And why is this a food story? Because Interior Secretary Sally Jewell of the Park Service will make the announcement of, announce the initiative tomorrow at New York's Stonewall Inn, which was established as a national landmark in 2000. A little bit of background on that. It was originally constructed between 1843 and 1846 as stables. It became a restaurant in 1930. It was still a restaurant until it was gutted by fire in the mid-60s. Then the Stonewall opened in 1967, and the Stonewall riots of 69, as you may know, are often called the most important event leading to the gay liberation movement and the modern fight for gay and lesbian rights in the U.S. But a few months after that rebellion, the Stonewall Inn closed in late 69. Over the next 20 years, the space was occupied by various other establishments, including a bagel sandwich shop and a Chinese restaurant. 
There are openings and closings, and over time, a renewed awareness of just how significant the place is. It is open now. The Stonewall Inn hosts a variety of local music artists, drag shows, trivia nights, cabaret, karaoke, and private parties. And since the passage of New York State's Marriage Equality Act, the Inn now offers gay wedding receptions as well. So starting tomorrow at the Stonewall Inn, I believe you can probably get a drink there. I tried to look for their menu. I didn't I didn't find it. But a tavern it is, the Stonewall Inn, and an important part of history. Tomorrow there will be the announcement at the Stonewall Inn about the new initiative by the National Park Service to make places and people of significance to the history of lesbian, gay, transgender, and bisexual Americans part of the national narrative. In other news from the Associated Press, there was a fiery fight between the makers of a popular hot sauce in a small Southern California city. You probably heard about that, but it's all over about the sriracha. The Irwindale City Council voted Wednesday, yesterday night, to drop a public nuisance declaration and lawsuit against Hoi Fong Foods, maker of sriracha hot sauce. The San Gabriel Valley Tribune reports that the closed session council vote was unanimous. The city has been at odds with the company for months after residents complained spicy odors burned their throats and eyes. But city officials on Tuesday met with company CEO David Tran and representatives of California Governor Jerry Brown's Business and Economic Development Office Afterward, Mayor Mark Brissetta said he would ask the council to end the fight. The fight is over, the sauce is hot, and it's red hot. This is a bit of a scratchy record, so let's just slide into this one, shall we? Here we go, here we go. Yeah, you got up a sale like me. Yeah, you got up a Thank you, thank you, always thank you. Robert Johnson, they're red hot. That's right, they are. Isn't red hot out there yet, but it's going to be pretty soon. Speaking of food and things, we've been talking about farmer's markets. The Taste of Ann Arbor is coming up June 1st, this Sunday, and this begins, I believe, the shutting off parts of Main Street season in Ann Arbor. This annual community event says the Taste of Ann Arbor features local restaurants offering visitors bite-size and some not-so-bite-size tastes of what they do best. Taste of Ann Arbor is free, family-friendly, 
It's free, family friendly, and from the front roof. It's free and it's family fendi and open to the public and no fender benders. With food costs varying, I can't say food costs on the radio, but you know, little bite sized things, bigger, not so bite sized things. It's on Main Street in downtown Ann Arbor this Sunday, June 1st from 11 to 5. Well, I've been Mike for a long time now, and I hope that's all right with you. Thank you for listening to Pandora's Lunchbox on WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. Arwolf will be here, and Fats Waller, the spirit of Fats Waller, is coming in, too, right around 7, with Face the Music on WCBN. Let's round out with something a little bit annoying. I hope that's okay with Arwolf. It's it's delicious. It's yummy. I believe they actually say a lot of yum-yum, so it must be true. If you haven't eaten dinner yet, skip it and go straight to the ice cream. Go straight to the banana split. Four out of five doctors say, yeah, do that. I believe that's what I read somewhere. They actually said, yeah, do that. So, uh, wait, here, can you tell me what name of the artist is on my 45, Arwolf? I'm forgetting who they are. I'm, it's crazy. Me. Oh, the McGuire Sisters. The McGuire Sisters. Good heavens. Let's round out with the McGuire Sisters and Banana Split. Are you ready? This is a workout. It doesn't take much work. This is WCBN FM Ann Arbor. Thank you for listening and never stop doing that. sitting here gaping in astonishment Mike thank you um, gape that was uh, that was the McGuire sisters 
uh, what's the what's the record label? Can I look at this thing? It's on Coral Records, right? Which I think Bob Thiel was working for Coral when he met and and eventually married Teresa Brewer. So I think it was something kind of systemic going on. Um, okay, the McGuire Sisters, Banana Split, written by Neil Hefty and Steve Allen. You know, Neil Hefty was a big band arranger. You know, he even worked with Count Basie and stuff. Um, really, really. Oh, Steve Allen was the the uh, the piano soloist, and Neil Hefty was uh, directing the chorus and orchestra. But nobody was directing the McGuire Sisters except the McGuire Sisters. They have complete autonomy, which is what WCBN FM Ann Arbor is all about. It's seven o'clock. Time for face the music. As you might have figured out by this time. I'm pretty much devoting the entire summer's worth of Thursday night programs to the Fats Waller legacy. And that doesn't just mean that I'm just just playing Fats Waller records, just boom, just, just shoveling them in uh, in bulk or something. I'm actually drawing upon more than 35 years of experience. Actually, 39 years now I've been studying Fats Waller. And studying him very carefully because I'm endlessly fascinated by what he did with the piano, what he did with the organ, what he did with his voice, and what he could do with any kind of ensemble, and with all kinds of different kinds of songs and stuff. This time, I'm going to, let's see, the uh, before we get to some very nice love songs and a bit of rowdiness, in the second half of the show. This first half is all going to be songs which have women's names in the titles. We're going to open with a piano solo from 1929 called Gladys. Do you know anybody named Gladys? Do, they, do people get named Gladys anymore? Yeah, some, some people do. G-L-A-D-Y-S-E. Gladys. Um, and then uh, this will be followed by... Um, Peggy, which it will feature Fats Waller playing the piano with McKinney's Cotton Pickers, also in 1929. And then there'll be a series of, of examples of Fats Waller and his rhythm in the middle 1930s, um, really getting fairly rowdy in the name of various uh, women who had songs written about them. So let's, um, let's just launch into it. Piano solo, Fats Waller, 1929. This is Gladys. Say good evening, Gladys. <laughs> 